and the lift of my head. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. For thou, Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. For thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. Hallelujah. All right. So today's message is titled Loving Devotion. Loving Devotion. And I want to take time to explain something to you this morning. And it's my belief that every one of us will come to this understanding. That if there is anything we need to understand and know as believers, is to understand the love of the Father. There is nothing worth spending time understanding to us creatures than understanding the love of the Father. When you understand his love, then you understand that he has given you his glory. You see, in John chapter 17, verse 22, where we were talking about, you see Jesus saying that, Father, the glory that you have given me, I have given that glory to them, that they will be one, even as we are one. You see that? He said the glory that he has, the Father gave him, he's given that glory unto us, that we will be one even as he is one. So the glory of the Father makes us one. Now in verse 26 of John 17, verse 26 of John 17, look at what Jesus said. And I have declared unto them thy name, and will declare it, that the love wherewith thou had loved me may be in them and I in them. So you will see that the prayers in John 17, and please, I've said this several times, if you haven't taken time to study and meditate, or you haven't taken time to read John 17, please do that this week. Do that this week. You see, John 17 will free you from so many things. Why am I saying this? Because this is the prayer Jesus prayed for us. This is the prayer Jesus prayed for us. And you will notice that in this prayer, Jesus never bothered his time praying against the devil. He never, he never spent time talking about the devil. So it is important for us to, to, to read and understand the prayer Jesus prayed for us before he left. It is good for us to understand the prayer Jesus prayed for us before he left this earth. And one of the prayers he prayed for you and I is that the glory that the Father gave him, he has given us that glory. He has given us what? He has given us that glory. He wants us to have that glory. He wants us to walk in that glory. And not only that, he also said that the love that the Father had for him, he wants that same love to be in us. He wants that same love to be what? To be in us. That's why he said in verse 26, and I have declared your name unto them. Jesus came and he declared the name of the Father unto us. He revealed his name unto us. You see, in the Old Testament, he was called the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He revealed himself to Moses as God Almighty. Then when he sent Moses to Egypt and Pharaoh was resisting, he revealed himself to Moses as Jehovah. As what? Jehovah, the man of war. And so throughout the New Testament, you see God having so many names. But when he came to the New Testament, he told that Jesus revealed the Father to us. Jesus revealed him as what? The Father. The Father. That's why I said, when you pray, say, our Father who art in heaven. Our Father who art in what? In heaven. So you will notice that Jesus Christ came to show us the Father. He came as a direct absolute photocopy of the, the exact image of the father. Jesus was the exact image of the father. He wasn't a photocopy. No. Jesus wasn't a photocopy of the father. He was the exact image. He was the express image of the father. Hallelujah. 
Jesus was who? The express image of the Father. So that is why when we are reading the Bible, it is important for us to focus our attention on Christ Jesus. To focus our attention on who? On Christ Jesus because his life, his ministry, his words are the direct exact words of the Father. They are the words the Father would have spoken to us. Hallelujah. So verse 26, I have declared unto them thy name and I will declare it that the love, you see, that the love I have declared unto them thy name. You see, your name. Who, what name is, what name did Jesus declare unto us? The Father. And any time the word Father is used naturally, what comes to you, your mind? A Father is the one who loves who protests, who cares, who nourishes, who cares for, who protests. That's natural. These are the things that comes into us. You hear the, the, the little ones, oh, dad is here. Oh, dad is here. Let's go to daddy. We need this. We want this. Buy this for us. Do this for us. Do this. So that is the responsibility of what? The father. Jesus Christ came to reveal God to us as our father. He came to make him known to us. That's why the Jewish people still have difficulties accepting the message of Christ. They are still waiting for their Messiah to come in. The Messiah is already here. The Messiah already came. And he said that the love, he said, I have revealed your name unto them so that the love, you see, so love goes with what? The Father. The, the moment you catch the revelation of the Father, then you will catch his love. You'll be able to walk in his love. So if you cannot see him as your father, if you cannot see God as your father, it will be difficult for you to embrace his love. Not to talk about walking in his love. And you saw how David, under the old covenant, tapped into the, into the glory of the father. He tapped into the glory of the father. Hallelujah. Now, there is, there is this thing I want to just bring to your understanding. Now, have you, did you, have, you, have you ever paid attention to this in Hebrews chapter 8 verse 12? You know what? It's one of my favorite uh, scriptures. It said, I will be merciful to all their unrighteousness. Their iniquities and sins I will remember no more. I will be merciful to all their unrighteousness. Hallelujah. All right, let's look at this words. In the, in the Old Covenant, most at times, when you see the word mercy, when the word mercy is used, is the same word, love. Is the same word, what? Is the same word translated love. So most at times in, in the Old Testament, when you see the word mercy, and you check the you check the translation. You check the meaning. It means love. It means what love. For example, let's go to Psalms eighty nine. Psalms eighty nine. Please share this message on your timeline. And invite your friends to be part of the word of life. Psalms eighty nine. Let's go to Psalms 89. Let's look at this example. hundred and eighty-nine. Now, Psalms 189 is talking about David. It's talking about who? David. Psalms 89, verse 33. Okay, let, let me read from verse uh, 32. He said, then I will visit their transgressions with the rod and their iniquities with strife. Verse 33. Nevertheless, my loving kindness will I not utterly take from him. Now, this will not make sense at all. Let's, let's go further. Let's go upwards. Verse 24. Psalms 89 verse 24. Hallelujah. Psalms 89 verse 24. But my faithfulness and mercy shall be with him, 
and in my name shall his son be exalted. I will set his hand also in the sea, and his right hand in the rivers. He shall cry unto me, Thou art my father. Now look at this. He shall cry unto me, Thou art what? My father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. Psalms 89, verse 26. Verse 27. Also, I will make him my firstborn, higher than the kings of the earth. I will make him what? My firstborn, higher than the kings of the earth. So this is a prophetic word that, that was directly pointed to Jesus. Jesus is the firstborn among many brethren. Jesus is what is the firstborn among the brethren. But this was talking about David, but we know that it's a prophetic word concerning Jesus, the Messiah. Praise the Lord. Verse 28, My mercy will I keep for him forever, and my covenant will stand fast with him. His seed also will I make to endure forever, and his throne as the days of heaven, and his throne as the days of heaven. If his children forsake my law, and walk not in my judgment, if they break my status and keep not my commandments, then I will visit their transgressions with the Lord and their iniquity with stripes. He said, if they break my covenant, even though I am making these promises to David, but if his children break the covenant, break my status, if they sin against me, I will visit their transgressions, I will visit their iniquities. But, chapter 3, I want you to pay attention to chapter 3. He said, but nevertheless, my loving kindness will I not utterly take from him, nor suffer my faithfulness to fail. You see the word, my loving kindness? That is the same word that is translated mercies. This word, my loving kindness, is also translated my mercies will, not, will I not utterly take away from him, nor suffer my faithfulness to fail. So most of the times when you see the word mercy in the, New, in the Old Testament, is the same word love. Is the same word what love. Praise the Lord. Is this making sense? If you see the word, no, you, you read this in the new translations, and you, you will see it is okay. For example, let me give you one more example here. Let's go to Psalm 106. We'll, we'll come back here. Psalms 106. Psalms 106. We'll come back to Psalms 89. But look at Psalms 106 and that it will make so much sense to you. Hallelujah. Verse 1. Psalm 106 verse 1. It says, Praise ye the Lord. O give thanks unto the Lord. For he is good. For his mercy endures forever. Did you see that? It says, For he is good and his mercy does what? Endures forever. That word, his messenger forever, is also translated his love and kindness. Or his love endures forever. Hallelujah. His love endures for what? Forever. So, so most of the times when we use the word mercy, it kind of confuses a lot of us. In the sense that mercy, sometimes we think it is God having pity on us. You know, God looking at our sufferings, he looks at our sorrows and he has pity on us and he feels sorry for us and that he will just come and do something. If that is how a husband relates to his wife, the wife will never feel love. Amen? If that is how the husband relates to his wife, the wife will not feel what? Love. That is meaning that your wife will always have to feel you, 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 your, your wife has to behave pitifully for you to show love, for you to do, you know, to, to, for you to bless her, for you to show love to her, for you to do things for her. Your wife has to show pity. Um, can you imagine that? that? That wouldn't be a marriage. That wouldn't be a marriage. Amen? Now, in scriptures, we are the bride. He is the bridegroom. So most of the times, because, because the word mercy is used in scriptures, and because of our understanding of the word mercy, we try to think that God, God would not look at us in a way that is, or we have to behave in a pitiful way in order for God to answer us and bless us. 
But that is absolutely wrong. It is not in line with the New Testament. It cannot be in line. That's why when Jesus was praying for us, he said, Father, the glory that you have given me, I have given that glory unto them so that they will not feel pity. They will not be living a pitiful life. Then he went on to say that so that the love that you have for me, the love that is in us will be in them. Hallelujah. That's why the psalmist said that, but thou, O Lord, you are my shield, my glory, my glory. You see, the psalmist understood the love of the Father. Even though under the law, he lived in grace. He understood the love of the Father. He understood the love of the Father. So let's, let's replace the word mercy with love. Let's, let's replace what? The word mercy with love. And it will make so much sense that God will act on your behalf because of his love for you. Hallelujah. That God will do what? God will act on your behalf because of his love for you. God will defend you because of his love for you. God will fight for you because of his love for you. God will heal your body because of his love for you. God will provide for you because of his love for you. He will be a shield for you because of his love for you. He will be your refuge. He will be your fortress. He will deliver you in the day of trouble because of his love for you. So let's replace the word mercy with his love. And you will immediately see the importance of his love and the need to walk in that love and allow that love to saturate your heart. So the psalmist says, Praise ye the Lord, O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good and his loving devotion and dearest forever. That is how the new translation translates this verse. And his loving devotion, his love towards you, his devotional love towards you is forever. Praise the Lord. His what? His devotional love towards you is forever. His devotional love towards you is forever. Hallelujah. And this is the understanding we need. We need this understanding. We need to understand the devotional love of the Father. His love for you is not just today. His love for you is not when you behave good. His love for you is forever and dearest forever. His love for you and dearest forever. Please say that with me. The love of the Father for me and dearest forever. The love of the Father for me is forever. The love of the Father for me is forever. It is not today and then tomorrow it disappears. It's forever. It's forever. Devotional love. Devotional love. David understood this mystery. That is why David never lost a battle. David counted on the love of the Father. David counted on the devotional love of the Father. So he never lost a battle. When his son rose up against him, he said, But thou, O Lord, you are my glory. Did you see that? You are my glory and the lifter of my head. How can somebody under the Old Testament say that the glory of the Father is for him? That God is his glory. Is it the reason David was able to say that was he understood the devotional love of the Father for him. He understood that the Father's love for him is forever. That is why he was able to appropriate the glory of the Father. But thou, O Lord, you are a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. That is your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. I said, that is your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. That is your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. The Father is your glory. His glory is yours. And he has devoted forever his love for you. He has what? He has devoted forever his love for you. Let's look at another example. Praise the Lord. Psalm 136 verse 1. 
Psalms 136 verse 1. Praise the Lord. So 136 verse 1. Look at 1 and 2. In, in fact, as a matter of fact, the, the whole of Psalms 136, especially from verse 1 all the way to verse um, it, 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 the whole of Psalms 1 is talking about the message of God. And then it begins to bring out the things that God is. I'm just going to read a few here. But please follow me. Praise the Lord. Follow me. He said, Give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. So uh, to go deeper, let's say, Give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his devotional love endures forever. His what? Devotional love. Or his loving devotion. His loving devotion endures forever. How? Watch, watch here. He, he says, oh, verse 2, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for his loving devotion endures forever. To whom, he said, to him whom alone does great wonders, great wonders for his mercy, loving devotion endures forever. To him that by wisdom made the heavens, his loving devotion endures forever. To him that stretched out the earth above the waters, his loving devotion endures forever. To him that made great lives, his loving devotion endures forever. The sun to rule by day, his loving devotion endures forever. The moon and the stars to rule by night, his loving devotion endures forever. To him that smote Egypt in their firstborns, his loving devotion endures forever. So you see that every act of God was attributed to what? To God's love. In Psalm 136, every act of God was attributed to God's love. Every miracle was attributed to God's love. God killing the firstborns of Egyptians was attributed to what? To God's love. The sun coming up, the sun going down, the moon and the stars, everything is attributed to what? His loving devotion. His loving devotion. Meaning that if you want to walk in miracles, if you want to see miracles, signs, and wonders in your life, begin to understand the loving devotion of the Father for your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is somebody with me? Are you with me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm so excited. Praise the Lord. His loving devotion is forever. His loving devotion. Look, please, after this message, take time and read the whole of Psalm 136. Every, you see that they, they attach every miracle, every deliverance to what? Loving devotion of the Father. The loving devotion. The loving devotion. The loving devotion of the Father. Look, he went on to talk about how God smote the firstborns of the Egyptians. How God killed them. No, so, all the judgment that God wrought in Egypt was attributed to what? To his loving devotion. The miracles Moses did in Egypt, they were all attributed to what? To his loving devotion. Praise the Lord. In other words, if you want to encounter the power of God, begin to appropriate his loving devotion for your life. If you want to walk in power, if you want miracles to happen in your life, begin to appropriate the loving devotion of the Father for your life. Look at it here. He says, To him that smote Egypt in their firstborn, Psalm 136 verse 10, for his loving devotion endures forever. Endures forever. So miracles, signs and wonders, healings and deliverance, they are attached to the loving devotion of the Father. They are attached to what? To his loving devotion. So please, that is why we cannot finish preaching his love. We can't do what? We cannot finish preaching his love. Go for his love and you will see miracles happen in your life. 
Go for his love. You will see healing in your bodies. Go for his love. The doors will be open unto you. Go for his love. You will get that marital breakthrough. Go for his love. You will, you will secure his protection. Go for his love. You will secure that miracle, that finances. Go for his love. And you will secure that deliverance that you are looking for. Hallelujah. Man, we can't finish preaching on his love. Look, throughout the New Testament, the word mercy, I believe, is one of the most used words throughout the Old Testament. But I am telling you that the word mercy in the Old Testament is also translated loving kindness or loving devotion. Loving kindness. Loving devotion. Hallelujah. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so the word of God is real. The word of God is real. The word of God is real. Look, somebody saying, Look, the year is almost ended. I haven't seen anything. God just start to celebrate his love and devotion for your life and watch miracles happen in your life. Do what? Start to celebrate the loving devotion of the Father for your life. And you will start to witness miracles. You will start to witness miracles. You will start to, if you believe that God loves you, if you believe that his love for you endures forever, you will see miracles happen in your life. Look at verse 11. He said, and brought out Israel from among them, his love and devotion endures forever, with a strong hand and with a stretch out arm for his loving devotion endure forever to, to him which divided the Red Sea into parts. Look at look at this Psalm 136, verse 13. Psalms 136, verse 13. To him which divided the Red Sea into parts. Do you want the Red Sea to divide for you? I don't know what is a Red Sea in your life. I don't know what represents a rest in your life, but if you can invoke his loving kindness, if you can appropriate his loving kindness, his directly will be divided into part. And I see it divided into part for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, verse 14, and make Israel to pass through the midst of it. Verse 15, but overthrew Pharaoh and his host in the rest him for his loving kindness, his loving devotion and dearest forever. I see Pharaoh, every Pharaoh that has been sitting on your soul as you begin to appropriate the loving kindness of God. I see that Pharaoh coming under the judgment of God. I see God striking that Pharaoh on your behalf. I see God striking that Pharaoh on your behalf. So the reason why God has not been moving the way he ought to move in our lives is because we haven't understood his loving devotion for our lives. We haven't yet understood his loving kindness for our lives. It is forever. God doesn't love you because you are good. God doesn't love you because you did something good. God doesn't love you because you gave help to your neighbor. God doesn't love you because you go to church and you pay your tithe. God loves you because of what Jesus did for you. He loves you because Christ is in you, which is the hope of his glory. He loves you because of what Christ did, not because of what you and I did. Man, what you and I are doing, is a fitting right before him. But because of what Christ did for us, his love for us is forever. His love for us, devotional love for us, loving kindness, loving kindness. Uh, you, you, you go through Psalm 136 and look at it carefully. It's all the, the miracles, the every testimony was attached to his loving devotion. Every testimony was attached to his loving kindness. Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 16, to him which led his people through the wilderness. So because of his loving devotion, 
he will lead you through the wilderness. Verse 17, to him which smoke great kings because of what? His loving devotion. Any demonic king sitting on your life, God is striking them right now on your behalf because of his loving devotion. Verse 18, he slew famous kings. Did you see that? Verse 19, Sihon, king of Amorites. Verse 20, and Og, the king of Basham. Verse 20, and gave their land for an heritage. You see that? Because of his loving devotion, his loving kindness, he gave their land to the children of Israel for, for, for an inheritance. Because of the loving kindness of God towards you, God is giving your enemies blessings, their lands to you as a possession. Receive it in Jesus' name. Verse 22, even an heritage unto Israel his servant, who remembered us in our low estate. Ah! He said, who remember us in our low estate? Are you in your low estate this morning? Can somebody show God love? Can somebody give love a love sign? Give him a love sign. Listen carefully. Are you in your old, your low, are you in a low estate this morning? Are you down this morning? Are you discouraged this morning? I have good news for you. God has remembered you. God has what? God has remembered you. God has remembered you in your low estate. Listen carefully. Every miracle in the Bible is attached to God's loving kindness. That is the word we call his message. The word mercy is translated in the Bible loving kindness or loving devotion. And Psalm 136 gives us a clear picture of the loving kindness of God. Hallelujah. He said, who remember us in our low estate? So the low estate that you have found yourself in, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I decree that you are coming out of that low estate. You are coming out of that low estate. You are coming out of that low estate. Why? Because of his loving kindness towards you. Because his loving kindness towards you is forever. His loving kindness towards you is forever. I want you to appropriate that throughout this week and for the rest of this year. I want you to appropriate the loving kindness of God. You wake up in the morning and say, Father, I thank you for your loving kindness towards me endure us forever. Your loving kindness towards me, endure us forever. And please, our time is almost up, but I want to raise something for you very quick before we go. And I, next week, we'll continue along this line. Is it who remember us in our low estate and has redeemed us from our enemies? You see that? And has redeemed us from our enemies. Every one of you that the enemy has, the enemy has been holding captive, by the loving kindness of God, by the loving kindness of the Father, you are redeemed in the name of Jesus Christ. You are redeemed in the name of Jesus Christ. Every one of you that is sick in your body, by the loving kindness of God, receive your healing in Jesus' name. Receive your healing in Jesus' name. Verse 25, it says, Who giveth food to all flesh? He giveth what? Food to all flesh. He supplies all our needs. But my God shall supply all my need according to his riches in glory. By the devotional love of the Father, by the loving kindness of the Father, all your needs are met in the name of Jesus. The Father is supplying all your needs. He's supplying all your needs. He's supplying all your needs. He's supplying all your needs in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, because we don't have time I want to read 2 Chronicles 20. Now, somebody will say, how can this? Somebody said, but pastor, shouldn't we be calling fire on witches and wizards and upon our enemies? Let me tell you what they did in 2 Chronicles 2020. Since some of you, you love the New Testament way of prayer, the Old Testament way, way, way of prayer. Let me tell you what happened in 2 Chronicles 2020. Hallelujah. So let's go to 2 Chronicles. Hallelujah. Are you blessed this morning? I am so fired up. I am fired up. The loving kindness of the Father brings me deliverance, brings me healing, 
brings protection to my family, to everyone around me, to the ministry. It brings provisions, financial supplies. The loving kindness of the Father for my life brings financial supplies. I cannot beg. I cannot borrow. I cannot be in need. I cannot lack. I cannot be stranded because of the loving kindness of the Father. Second Chronicles 20, 20. But let me read verse 1 and 2. Then we'll jump to 20 to 21. Second Chronicles. Hallelujah. It came to pass after this also that the children of Moab and the children of Anon and with them other beside the Amorites came against Jehoshaphat to battle. Three nations came against Jehoshaphat to battle. Moab, Anon and the Amorites. Then they came out there came some that told Joseph, saying, This he said, There comes a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea on this side of Syria. And behold, they are in Hezazon, Tama, which is energy. Now, these are three powerful nations that came against Joseph. <clears throat> now, let's go to 20. Second uh, uh, Chronicles 20. And they rose up early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Joseph stood and said, Hear, O Judah, O ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God. So shall you prosper. Believe his prophets. So shall you, so shall you prosper. Amen. Verse 21. And when he has consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord that they should praise the beat of holiness as they went out before the army and to say, Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. That was the weapon Jehoshaphat used against three powerful nations. The word here, listen, I checked this thing this morning before coming to preach. The word mercy is translated, this word is also translated loving devotion or loving kindness. Hallelujah. It's also translated what? Loving devotion or loving kindness as they began to praise the lord for his loving kindness and dearest forever the lord set ambushment against their enemies so in the day of battle what must you do invoke the loving kindness of god if you are going to any warfare right now please listen carefully if you are going to any warfare right now invoke the loving kindness of God and you will experience deliverance. You will, you will do what? You will experience deliverance. Because Psalm 137 gives us a clear picture that his loving kindness, his loving devotion was what provoked the miracles in Egypt. Do you want the same miracles in your life? His loving devotion will do the same would do the same, would do the same. So in most cases, the word trans, the word mercy in the Old Testament is translated love, loving kindness, loving kindness, loving devotion. In the other translate, translations, they, they just use the word love. They use the word what? Love. He said, praise the Lord for his love endures forever. As they began to say, Praise the Lord for his love for me and dear us forever. Praise the Lord for his love for me and dear us forever. Praise the Lord for his love for me and dear us forever. As they were saying that, God began to ambush their enemies. God began to deal with their enemies. Will you say that this week? Will you say that? Praise the Lord for his love for me and dear us forever. Praise the Lord for his loving kindness for me and dear us forever. Praise the Lord for his loving kindness for me and dear us forever. Please, as a matter of fact, lift up your voice and begin to say that to yourself. Begin to say that to yourself. Praise the Lord for his loving kindness for me and dear us forever. Begin to say it right now. Begin to repeat those words. Repeat those words. Repeat it in the name of Jesus. And as you are saying it, bondages are broken. Jokes are destroyed. Spurs are consumed 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Begin to say it right now. Praise the Lord for his, his loving kindness for me and dear us forever. Praise the Lord for his mercies, for his glory, for his love for me and dear us forever. Praise the Lord for his love for me and dear us forever. Begin to say that to yourself. Begin to say that to yourself. Praise the Lord for his love for me and dear us forever. Praise the Lord for his love for me and dear us forever. I don't know the men and women that has gang up against you. I don't know the battle that you are going through right now. I don't know the nations that have gathered up against, against you. But as you begin to say, praise the Lord for his loving kindness for me and dear us forever. I see God set ambushments against your enemies. I see God set ambushments against your enemies. I see God set ambushments against your enemies. I see God set ambushments against your enemies in the name of Jesus Christ. Begin to praise him right now with those words. Praise the Lord for his loving kindness for me and dear us forever. Begin to say it. Say it louder. Wherever you are, say it. Wherever you are, say it. And keep saying it. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. Because I see God manifesting his power right now in your life. I see God breaking those chains over your life. I see God destroying those yokes. I see God breaking the, that demonic hole over your life in the name of Jesus. I see the healing power of God coming upon you right now. As you keep saying it, as you keep making that confession, praise the Lord for his love for me and dear us forever. Praise the Lord for his love for me and dear us forever. I see that situation turning around in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Maske Basita. Lift up your voice and begin to praise him. Begin to praise him. Begin to praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So if you don't know what else to do, if you don't know what how which type of warfare prayer to pray. Pray this one. Praise the Lord for his loving kindness for me and dear us forever. Praise the Lord for his loving kindness for me and dear us forever. Praise the Lord for his loving kindness for me and dear us forever. Listen carefully. If you don't know which what warfare prayer to do, maybe you have been you have engaged warfare prayers throughout this year. You haven't seen anything. Now, this is the real warfare prayer. This is the deal. This is the deal. This is the real deal. This is the real deal. This is how to make warfare, how to wage war against your enemies. Praise the Lord for his love for me and dear us forever. Praise the Lord for his loving kindness for me and dear us forever. That is your warfare prayer point. That is your warfare prayer point. That is your warfare prayer point. Please, can somebody pray this prayer this week? Can somebody pray this prayer this week? I mean, it's, that, it's not much. You don't have to be shouting and gyrating. No. You don't have to be shouting. You don't have to be... All you have to say is, praise the Lord for his loving kindness for me and dear us forever. Praise the Lord for his loving kindness for me and dear us forever. Praise the Lord for his love for me and dear us forever. And as you are saying that, God will be busy fighting for you. God will set ambushment against your enemies. He will strike all the Egyptians that has been holding you back. He will strike all the pharaohs that are sitting on your destiny. He will remove that sickness, that disease, that pain, that ache over your body in the name of Jesus Christ. That is all you have to say. That is all. You see, people in the Old Testament have more sense than some of us in the New Testament. These people were not under grace. But look at the way they prayed. How can you go to war? You are going to war. Three nations are confronting you. Three powerful nations. And all you are saying is, praise the Lord. 
for his loving kindness for me and generous forever. For everybody, and you, are, and you ask the whole congregation, you are appointed choristers, instrumentalists, and all of them began to sing together with the whole church. Praise the Lord for his loving kindness for me is forever. Praise the Lord. His loving kindness for us is forever. Huh? What type of warfare prayer is that? And yet, as they were saying that, as they were busy praying that, singing that, God was busy striking all their enemies. It took three days for them to gather the spot. Hallelujah. This is the new Testament warfare prayer point for you. This is the New Testament warfare prayer point for you. Praise the Lord for his loving kindness for me, his devotional love for me, his love for me endures forever. 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 As you are saying those words, the power of God will be manifesting in your life. The enemies will be smitten before you. Yokes will be broken before you. You will see the hand of God in your life. In the name of Jesus. <clears throat> in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. This Look at this. And the scripture says that that certain things that were written, they were written for our examples. Testimonies can repeat themselves. Testimonies, every testimony has the power to reproduce itself. Three powerful nations against Jehoshaphat and the, the weapon Jehoshaphat released against them. Praise the Lord for his loving kindness, his loving devotion, his love for us. Endure us forever. And as they began to sing, the more they sang, the more God fought. The more they sang this phrase of love, the more God fought for them. What am I saying this morning unto you, precious sense? The more you sing of his love for you, the more you confess of his love for you, the more God will fight for you, the more God will bless you, the more God will deliver you. Hallelujah. That is why I said, study Psalm 136. That's what one of your summer. Psalm 136, John chapter 17, Psalms chapter 3, verse 1 to 4. Study these scriptures. It will help you tremendously. From today, no enemy will be able to stand against you. From today, the powers of darkness will no longer be able to manifest against you. I see the hand of God coming so heavily upon your life. No devil will make any mistake coming against you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I speak one more time over your life that the loving kindness of God over your life is forever. Therefore, whatever force all those who gang up against you, they are smitten before you because of the loving kindness of God towards your life. In Jesus' precious name, Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Well, I'm so excited that you joined us and you were part of this word of life. If you have been listening to us and you've not made Jesus your Lord and Savior, there's no way you can be singing this song. This cannot become your song. You can't go out there saying that, praise the Lord, his loving kindness for me and us forever. You have to first of all receive him. So if you want to receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, Pray this prayer with me. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I received Jesus this morning as my Lord and Savior. I believe he came to this earth, died on the cross for my sins, and he rose up on the third day, and he is seated at the right hand of the Father right now. Thank you, Jesus, for coming into my heart. Now, Jesus, I ask you to baptize me with your Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for accepting me into your beloved. I will serve you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you have prayed this prayer, you are born again. You are a new creation. The love of Christ is now in your heart, has been poured in your heart. So now you also can join us together to say, praise the Lord 
for his love for me endures forever. And as you are praying and saying it, God will be setting ambushment against your enemies. God will be setting traps for your enemies. That's what it means. As you continue to say, praise the Lord for his love for me endures forever. You know what will happen? God will be setting traps for your enemies. He will do what? He will be setting traps for your enemies. He will trap them and destroy them in the name of Jesus. That is your portion in Jesus' name. Please do this assignment this week. Go ahead this week. The Lord is my glory. The Father is my glory. Praise the Lord. His loving kindness, His love for me endures forever. As you do that, God will trap all your enemies and strike them for your sake in Jesus' name. Amen and amen, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a wonderful, wonderful time in the presence of God. Father, we thank you for all our listeners. We thank you for those that you brought to hear your word. Father, let your blessings go with them. Let this week be the most important week of their lives. In the name of Jesus. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord give you his peace in Jesus' name. Your going out this week is blessed. Your coming in is blessed. The angels of God has gone ahead of you to organize blessings and favor for you in the name of Jesus Christ. You will be at the right place at the right time this week. You will meet the right people at the right place this week. Anyone that will matter to your destiny, you will meet them this week. You will meet destiny helpers this week in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. As you go out this week, you will encounter favor in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Please join us next week again as we bring unto you the word of life in Jesus' name. Let's share the goodness together in fellowship. Surely, God's goodness and mercies are following us all the days of our lives and we are dwelling in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Say it loud and clear to yourself. Surely God's goodness and mercies are following me all the days of my life and I am dwelling in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Peace. Shalom.